Hello, my name is David Tan, and you're listening to Like the Color. Here we talk with creatives of all kinds about how and why they do what they do, and how they got so dang good at it. Today's guest is David Vogel from the band Jaden. Hey, my name is David Vogel. I'm a musician and songwriter for the band Jaden. We're based out of Westchester, New York. Um, we've been a band since 2018 and released our first album last November and working on the second one during COVID-19, so it's been fun. Cool. How does that look, uh, working on it during quarantine? Because how many people are in the band? There's five of us. It's actually been a little bit difficult with um, meeting up. We want to make sure we're you know, practicing proper social distancing and staying safe for ourselves, but also our families. But we did have the opportunity to actually meet up on a farm in South Carolina. Um, our bandmates' parents have 100 acres down there. And so we got to meet up down there for a couple days with the whole band and uh, work out some tunes and uh, do some writing, have a good time. So that was honestly incredible. And then me, Jeremy, and Nick uh, got to stay a little bit longer because of job, you know, we were allowed to uh, with jobs and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how long have you been singing and songwriting and being a musician in general? I've been singing for as long as I can remember, I guess. There's a, there's a memory when I was like at least four singing in a grocery store for people and like my mom was there and that was like a funny funny thing I like actually remember probably the first time singing but it wasn't until I was in my early teens that I like started to write music um I picked up guitar around like 13 14 and uh wanted to like write music mostly to just kind of be that kid that had a guitar at like parties and stuff and like impress girls or whatever that was like kind of the initial point of it but then it came it came to a much deeper part of my life later on when I understood how how much I could emote through music and how much I could express what I was feeling and what I wanted to say through lyric and melody Um, yeah but yeah around like 13 or 14 is when I really got serious with it was there a turning point did something happen or was it just like I'm kind of good at this I don't know if there was a turning point per se I I had been playing drums for a number of years. I never picked up like an instrument with strings or anything. It was just like rhythm. I was so into rhythm and percussion. So I, I had a drum set for a number of years and my siblings all played guitar or piano. And I think I was inspired a bit to like maybe follow in their footsteps a bit. So I, I taught myself guitar um, with a little help from my mom and my brother. And then not soon after piano became a thing, which was really, I think, a big part in my musical career is like learning the piano and that that aspect really opened up a whole new world of music to me. Um, so that's been really cool. Yeah. So you're talking about like your mom being an influence, your siblings, and like, I guess a more technical sense, have you, uh, what is a education like for learning your craft? Did you take lessons? Did you go to a school? I got maybe 10 drum lessons during the early days through some like mutual friends and stuff. Um, but I never mm-hmm. kind of kept up with them for a number of reasons, money, but also just like I 
I necessarily didn't want to learn the traditional route. I had a tough time with music theory and really just sitting down and looking at a piece of paper and making myself play what's on that piece of paper. It was very, uh, it was a very like different aspect of it that I didn't want really want to explore. Um, so I didn't get other lessons in guitar or piano, which looking back, I kind of wish I had stuck with it a bit more. I think that would have been beneficial to like my overall knowledge, but um, I also don't regret the choices I made because I feel like it's really made me into a free thinker with how mm. I go about playing, yeah. um, if that makes any sense. But um, I, did, I did attend a summer music camp for a number of weeks, which was really incredible, and that helped me with some, with some playing and some reading and some music theory as well, um, which, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take back. That was an incredible experience. Yeah. Cool. So uh, let's talk about Jaden and how you guys got started, how you guys met. Uh, how did you guys meet? Um, so the band consists of uh, myself, my brother Jeremy, um, a childhood friend, Nick, a newer friend, Aaron, who it's confusing. He, I went, I grew up with his now wife, and he married her, and that's how we kind of met up um, and became friends. And then our drummer, Matt, also went to college with my brother and Aaron. So it was kind of weird how we all had like mutual friends and like how it all just like came about. We were just like, oh, we kind of know you and you kind of know me and here we are. Um, so it's kind of cool to have years of friendship mm -hmm. prior to being in a band. Um, obviously, me and my brother, our whole lives have been spent together. So that's really special. But yeah, Nick, uh, I've known since I was a little kid growing up. We grew up in church together and then, you know, kind of, he's, he's a little older than me, so we weren't so close. But when he came back from college in 2017 is when we really started to uh, hang out and kind of have mutual um, interests and yeah just like we were like oh wow we're doing the same thing we're 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 both like writing music and we're both on a similar style of music and stuff so that was kind of like a special uh, connection and then everything kind of fell into place yeah to where it is now cool uh how do you guys figure out your name i mean i know <laughs> you know it's not as special as some people may think. It's literally uh, an acronym. It starts the each each of our names is the first letter. So Jeremy, Aaron, David, and Nick. Um, unfortunately, Matt wasn't in the band when we made the name. Otherwise, we might have had a different name. But um, yeah, we're, we're the name. We're happy with the name. Um, and Matt's super cool with it. So mm -hmm. uh, it's not nothing too special. <laughs> silent M at the end, right? Yeah, silent M. Cool. Uh, so let's talk about the first album that came out. How long ago now? City Skies. Uh, November eighth, twenty nineteen. So, what is that? Wow, I feel like six, that was so six, long ago. Yeah, it feels f like forever ago. Honestly, yeah, a lot of those songs, that whole like era of us was very interesting because a lot of the songs on that album are very old, like. 2016 2017 and we kind of like worked on them for like a year or more until mm -hmm. they're finally you know able to be in a um collective of art and a collective of songs 
So that was a really interesting to think back, like how how many years it took to kind of be where that is, if that makes any sense. Yeah. How does that process look? Getting from just like a song that you wrote to a bunch of songs ready for an album. I feel like, you know, this was the first time I've ever done something like this. I think most of us, I think this was the first time we all were involved in the process of making an album. So it was very new. Um, but at the same time, we just took it like, you know, we just took it like it was part of the process. Like we, we took it like it was fun, like it was thrilling to just kind of be doing something together with other people besides just working with myself or whatever. Because I had worked on music by myself for a number of years prior, but working with a group of people was so different and new that I think we were just figuring it out as we went along. So it was really it was really interesting to kind of, you know, write the songs and collaborate with the other guys and either say, hey, like, let's try this here. That's something that I would have never thought of because, like, my brain works a certain way, but, like, you know, Aaron's brain is so is diverse because he listens to different types of music and all these things. So, like, working as a collaborative was, like, really eye-opening for a number of reasons, but musically, like, huge, huge benefit, I think, to what we all brought to the table to make that album and to make the album that we're going to make this year. So it's really, really special and um, very cool. Yeah. So on the creative process, going like looking back at uh, coming out with City Skies and writing those songs, uh, taking at most three years to get from just one song to the album, you know, down in mm-hmm. South Carolina and like trying to come out with new music. Was there any like experiences or just things you've learned from that first album, like writing either uh, writing particular songs or just like the album in general that you brought into your like five, six weeks stay down in South Carolina? Yeah, man. I think like working on City Skies and that whole process was like the inception of a lot of things both musically and as people like as friends as brothers as humans um so I think that was like all very new and so this time around we're much more familiar with the process I think while it's all not um you know it's it's still not like the most easy thing because there's still difficulties within everything right but um it's it's much more comfortable it's a more comfortable space and I think I've learned it's taken me a while but I've learned to kind of not be so set in my ways if that makes any sense kind of to be more fluid and and maybe think outside the box a bit more or not be so set on my way of thinking and the way I would do something and to kind of be more collaborative that is that's been a big uh, aspect in the new album I think that hopefully people will see when it's out yeah I think we've just We've just grown up, you know. That's really what it comes down to. Is just as you get older, your your mind, your mindset, and your the way you're going about it changes. So it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so growing up, I know looking back at like some of my favorite artists and how they've grown. Mm-hmm. You know, Ed Sheeran coming out with like his British like rap style, and then going more like mainstream pop to uh what he is now and then 
more alternative stuff like Bon Iver going from that indie kind of folk kind of mm-hmm. uh, vibe to just experimental and just sonically diverse and like I said, experimental. Mm-hmm. Has your music changed in that way? Or maybe your songwriting's changed? How has growing up and like finding your stride, I guess, mm-hmm. how has that changed your music and style? It's a good question. Yeah, I think um, I was in, I felt like in the last album and being in my early, like late, late teens, I guess you could say, or like real, real like around 20, 19, I, I was very nervous per se to go outside the box and to be different. I wanted to fit. I kind of wanted to fit a mold more and kind of be in a, a genre that's very familiar or kind of like a place that's very familiar. And there's nothing wrong with that per se. Um, I think if that's what you're good at and that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I, I know for me, I... I did it out of a place of wanting to be accepted, right? Like I wanted our band to f- be in the same category as like bands that I loved or still do, like Laney, 1975, Band Camino, people like that. I wanted to kind of fit within their like what they're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that again. But now now going about the process, I f- I'm more intrigued and more in tune with just what I want to represent in the music that we're making or what we want to represent in the mm-hmm. music that we're making kind of to be more original and different, like not being afraid to kind of break the boundaries to be a little more unorthodox. I think a big part of that has also been opening my mind to different types of music. So like I recently got into Radiohead for the first time, which everyone knows is very experimental brand band and they've just done things that no one else has done. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big part, um, along with just, like I said, just like growing up, you know, I'm 22 now and I'm just still learning every day. I'm still learning, um, about myself and about what I want to convey in the music that I'm making and what I want to, you know, say at the end of the day, what I really want to portray, I guess. Yeah. How do you find that? Like, how do you find, like we were talking about growing, you know? Uh, what you want to say usually changes over time. Uh, there might be like a persistent theme, but how do you find out for what song you're writing? Like, how do you find out what you want to say? And then for like the album mm. in general, what themes, what like theme do you want to represent? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's it's tricky. I feel like it's never clear, like clear cut. I feel like it's like I don't necessarily go into the writing process with what I want to say and how I want to represent it, like thought out. I feel like I kind of am more, I kind of just like fall into, fall into creativity or fall into inspiration. I don't necessarily go out and search for it, if that makes any sense. So this whole process with the new, with the new album um, has just been, you know, where I'm at and the art I'm creating is where the trajectory is going whether it be um, relationships or whether they're romantic or not, um, or, you know, uh, events happening right now, like in the world, like just life. Like I feel like I'm being, I'm more in tune with things now than I was when I was uh, in the last album or a little bit younger. So just kind of be more open to, you know, writing about things that I necessarily 
never thought I would. So, um, yeah, but at the end of the day, I think just like the growing up thing is, is a huge part of it. You're just changing as a person, so therefore your art changes. Um, and I think that's like a really good part of being an artist, whether it's music or any other facet, photography, like you yourself change and therefore your art changes with it. Yeah. So you were talking about like falling into inspiration. Mm. Is there a way you do that or is it just like it comes on you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's tricky. I've, I've, I've thought a lot about, you know, there's so many like books you can read and quotes about like, mm -hmm. you know, don't just sit around and wait for inspiration to smack you in the face because that's not going to happen either. Although maybe you can. Um, who knows? But that's also not to say like, like I, I'm, I'm a believer that if you practice your art, you know, every day or multiple times a week and you're like really sitting there and putting like 100% effort in, right? So whether, whether it's lyrics, writing, or, or working on your craft, like sitting down and playing piano or playing guitar and just kind of working at what you're doing or listening to artists you admire and taking little bits from them. Um, I am a firm believer that like as you do those things, your brain and like your creative output will expand and grow, right? So like for me, that's been a huge part in um, being more creative is just being more open to different facets of music and like genres and not being so particular, not like being so, what's the word, like critiquing every little thing and saying, oh, like I would do this differently or I don't really like that. Like kind of just being more taking a little bit of everything and, you know, seeing what I could create with a little bit of everything. But yeah, I think like the whole, you know, waiting for inspiration to happen is tricky. But um, for me, it just, it sometimes starts with a core progression or like a little phrase I'll write down in my phone when I'm out, like walking around, I get Starbucks or something mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's a cool little phrase. Or like I hear something that someone said or I mistake a song on the radio for a different melody and I'm like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like little things like that um, I think could just be the, the, the spark that you really need to then go on and create something for yourself. Yeah. So you just talked about like creating and like being in this mode of creativity mm -hmm. and just like keep making. I saw a, it was actually a TikTok because what else are we doing? <laughs> right. Right. It was a TikTok of like this artist, uh, traditional artist. So there was a sculptor and a painter and stuff. And some people take like a month to do one project. You know, I'm going to like get better at this. Right. And I think there's like merit in that. Mm. Um, and like trying to get better at a single craft, but they were saying, I learned so much more by doing like 10 smaller projects, mm. you know, mm -hmm. like just pounding it out. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to get all of this done and then I'm going to learn so much more through that problem solving mm -hmm. of getting the shapes together. And then with music, getting like the melodies and just sonically, figuring out what you want from it i think there's like merit in doing more for the sake of learning more you know no yeah that's a that's so true um i know a lot of 
I've I've read some books and I know some friends that like went to school for music as well and you know the theory of finishing right finishing a song no matter if you like it or not like that's a huge part of mm-hmm. getting better at what you do um I've always struggled with that personally I've always felt like if if I'm not liking the song up to like the first chorus then I'll I'll kind of be like ah I'm just going to like trash it just like you know not finish it but I think there is a a beautiful part of finishing something just to finish it and just to you know kind of push through like a block or, or a writer's block or even just not liking where it's going but just the act of finishing it I think is super important um and I would encourage people to do that if they're um struggling in their art um I know I want to work on that myself sometimes I'll I'll be discouraged with where it's going and not work on it. But then sometimes months later, I'll hear it and be like, oh, snap, that was actually pretty good. And then finish it in a new light, in a new space. Um, and, you know, that's not to say if you're like really having a, if you like hate it and you're having a tough time with it, like, yeah, like put it down for a bit, like take a break. Like, you know, She's So Cool, for example, on City Skies, I wrote the first half in like February of, 2018 maybe and I didn't finish it until like the summer because I I couldn't like I just was at a place where I didn't know what to say in second verse I didn't know where I wanted to go and I had the session and I built like I I sang some vocals into it but I just couldn't finish it so I kind of put it down and like almost forgot about it and came back with a new like perception and new way of um, going about it which made me finish it and then it's like still one of my favorite songs for many reasons. So that that's just like one one thing that I think can happen if you if you uh strive to just kind of finish your work, you know? Yeah. So So these skies is out on pretty much everywhere. Yep. I only listen to it on Spotify because <laughs> or when I'm good choice hanging out with y'all. <laughs> this new album, how's it going? What can we expect? Yeah. The new album, I think, is going to be much different from the last, but also have some similarities. So it's not a complete like uh, 180 from what we were doing. Uh, there's still a lot of things that make Jaden Jaden in it because we still are those people that made City Skies, mm-hmm. but we've just, you know, we've uh, become a little more um, just not afraid. I f- I think is the word. Like we're not. I know for me, I, I can speak for myself. I'm not as afraid as I was um, to do things differently uh, as the last album. I'm more like, oh, you know, this bridge is so different, but like, let's just do it anyway. Or, or oh, there's only one pre-chorus. Let's try that. Or, you know, little things that maybe in the style of music we're doing would be seen as unorthodox. I'm viewing it more now as a place of like. I this is just what feels best, so I'm going to do that. You know, I'm not going to worry about necessarily what other people are going to think. Although that I I do I do worry um, not worry, but I do care. You know what people think, and I I want people to enjoy it. But I think at the end of the day, if you're an artist and you're making art that's true to yourself, I think people will see that and like it for what it is, and say, oh, like they're doing something different that. I um, can appreciate, regardless if it's like quote unquote, you know, proper songwriting or proper format and arrangement. Um, so we're we're just experimenting those routes, um, but we're still like keeping our roots. You know, there's still some pop punk in there. There's still some uh, 
80s references. Yeah, it's going to be really cool, and I'm, I'm super excited to see what people, uh, how they uh, relate to it and how they react to it. So Nice. Where could people find you guys, like on the interwebs? Yeah, we're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, kind of TikTok, but we don't really do it often. Um, and those are all at this is Jaden. Uh, Jaden is J A D N. And uh, yeah, you can find us on Spotify at Jaden. We have uh, the whole record out and uh, planning on releasing some stuff soon. So keep a, keep a lookout for it. Thank you so much to David Vogel for coming on today's show. You can check out his social media as well as the band Jaden's projects in the show notes. Thank you so much to Brenton Wainscott and the band Jaden for providing this episode's music. There are links to their projects in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. My name is David Tan, and that's Like the Color. <laughs>